Hello, hello. Hey, up. What's up? What's good? Que cosa sucede? Ni hao, privyet. Welcome to the Any Given Runway Show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Any Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, intellectual, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. We have a fabulous show for today. With an outstanding guest, Olympian and host of the podcast and YouTube show In Our Prime, Priscilla Loomis joins the show. Priscilla competed in track at St. John's University and went on to represent Antigua and Barbuda at the 2016 Olympic Games in high jump. Additionally, she has several podium finishes, including most recently at the 2019 Pan Am Games in Lima, Peru. On today's episode, Priscilla chats about her time in college at St. John's and how being in New York City helped influence, motivate, and inspire her on and off the track. Priscilla also chats about 2016 Olympics and how it's tremendously easy to find her during the opening ceremonies. Finally, Priscilla shares with us some of the other projects she's working on, including her show In Our Prime. Really, really enjoyed the, this conversation with Priscilla. We talked for quite a bit. Her personality is infectious. She's got a ton of energy. Her style is unique. And partly it's because she wasn't influenced by other athletes growing up. She was actually motivated and inspired by other performers and singers. We laughed a ton on this episode, but she was also incredibly sincere and honest about the challenges of the last year. She's a warrior who's been counted out many times, but that doesn't phase her. I think she enjoys proving people wrong. Oh, and one more thing. It's her birthday. So yeah, we made it a point to air this episode on her birthday, another February birthday, adding to the club of another exceptional February birthday. Stoked for everyone to meet her. So let's go ahead and bring on wife, Olympian, and host of In Our Prime, Priscilla Loomis, and let's learn. Thank you so much for having me on. What were the sports you participated in growing up? New York City, a great place for, for a variety of sports. What were the sports you participated in? So um, you would think that I was like in all these sports and the number one question I always get is basketball. Like you must do basketball. And I'm like, I can't even dribble and walk. You must be out your mind. So for me, the biggest sports that I did growing up were um, track and field and volleyball. So those were like the two main things that I was heavily into. My mom, you know, put me in like a private club for volleyball and I was on a travel team. And then track and field, it was just whatever my school could provide. And so I did dance as well. Um, so those were like my niche. Those were the things that I love to do. I got really, really good at both. And when it came time for high school, I had to make a decision on, you know, what I need to focus on. And uh, my mom chose for me and she said track. <laughs> Who were the athletes that you looked up to? So... Growing up, it was, it's interesting because I wasn't into sports like everybody else was. So like everybody has like Michael Jordan, you know, they're like the poster on their wall and Jackie Jordan or Kersey and, you know, you have all these, but I wanted to be in entertainment. That's always what I wanted to do. And I never thought of doing it through sports. So for me, I was like looking up to Selena and I was looking up to Christina Aguilera because that, I mean, that was my time. Um, and then of course my mom and my uncle had such great old school history and love. So I love like Donna Summers and you know, you love, like you love Diana Ross and the Supremes and like the Temptations. And so Billy Joel, those are the people that I looked up to because they could hold their own. 
they just entertained and they had real talent and they worked at it. So when it comes to like athletes, it was just whoever I saw. If, yeah. And that was at the Wheaties box. And everyone was like, oh, you got to be on the Wheaties box one day. And I was like, yeah, right. I was like, I want to be on the Oprah Winfrey show. I want to, so like the, the, these things were like Jay Leno and all these, those were my goals. These were these people that, um, again, because I did track and field, it was a one, one person. It's all on me. And that was the one thing I didn't like about volleyball was it was a team sport and I had to rely on other people. Yeah. And so growing up, I loved entertainment and I loved how entertainers made people feel. And I wanted to make people feel something greater than where they were in their lives. Very cool. Favorite Diana Ross song is what? Oh, that's a really good question. I couldn't even, I couldn't even put it on yeah i can't even think of like my favorite one okay, i well, think something will come to you for, I me, think, for me it's upside down I, upside down is the one for me you you know what it is i think i loved her one i mean it's diana ross like can we just the hair the glam the fierceness um and obviously you look at the supremes and then her separately and you know you have that kind of thing um they're just jams yeah. They all make you feel like I like, especially as a black female, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. I can do it. Like you feel so good about it. I wish I had like a, like a number, a number one song. I really yeah. wish. I mean, but I, I honestly, I, I love them all. I love, I love that era though. I love, I, it was, it's such an incredible era and that's, and think that's what made it even more impactful. And then when you read her story and, you know, you have all these movies based around her and stuff. And it's, uh, it's a great thing to look up to and pave the way. Yeah. I agree. Sorry. I'm not, I wish I had like a, I'm, I wish I was better at doing things like that. I know people are always like, Oh, what's your favorite meal? I'm like, Oh, mm -hmm. I love everything. <laughs> I'm like, is Fair this enough. food okay? Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at your time at St. John, what are the first memories that come to mind? Oh, I was crazy. That is the one thing I can That's remember. That's college, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I am in the process of writing a book, right? And so I want to really write down all the things and the journeys of my life. And when I look back at St. John's, I was free. I was myself. I didn't apologize for who I was. I didn't care what people really thought about me. I had the nails. I had the crazy wigs. I had the extensions. I got my lip pierced. You know, you get your, I got my neck pierced. Like I got my tattoos. I just felt like a New Yorker. Like I just, I took it all in, you know? Um, I loved going to the city. I loved, um, that was my number one thing though. That's why I went to St. John's because it was in New York City. And so for me, I feel like I balanced it all well. Could I have done better? Yeah, probably. We all could but, have done better in college. Yeah, we all yeah. could have done better. <laughs> right? Um, you know, you drink for the I drank for the first time in college. Um, you know, I, I, I met my best friends in college. My track experience was unlike any other. And so St. John's gave me a lot of what I never planned or what I thought was going to happen. And so 
I loved Queens. I was born in Queens. So coming back was great. Um, and just getting to experience and really dive into how crazy and out there I can be. Uh, I want to say I've tamed myself a little bit because I'm 31 now. You got to be kind of grown up, but I still have that, that part of me. And that's yeah. what I really like. Your style, your piercings and the different colors and everything you're rocking, that almost reminds me of what you were just saying earlier about the people you were looking up to were, were performers. Yes. So I, I'm curious on who were your, your fashion icons at the time while you were in college? Who were the ones that you were like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like that idea. I'm going to go with something like that. You know what? It's interesting because in college when, I mean, Instagram just came out, mm -hmm. which is the craziest. It's like, I feel so old. I'm like, yes, the car was invented. <laughs> That's fun. So to know that I got my Instagram in college, I think, what was it? Facebook just bought them. And so when you look at New York, I would go to Soho and it was, it was, it was a shock. There were so many different colors and vibes and textures, the sound, the beat. Um, and so when I looked for inspiration, I realized that I wasn't, I wasn't normal. I wasn't trying to be Beyonce. I wasn't trying to be these style icons because it just, I knew that they had more money than I did. I knew that they were going to look better. Like, you know what I mean? And so I feel like to be honest, I just did what I saw. I went to Jamaica Ave and I picked what I liked. Yeah. I did my own, like, you know what I I wanted blue hair, so that's what I did. I wanted, you know, a new wig, so I went out and got it. There was nobody that I was, like, looking at and being like, I, I, I am so inspired. I knew that in order for me to be myself, and I was, I felt a little bit more out there than celebrities. So, and... You know, I was 21. I was like, why not? I can do this. I can do whatever. I don't have a real job. Like, I'm, I'm an athlete. It's like, I can be whatever I want to. Um, and so in that retrospect, there was nobody that I really looked up to. It was more of New York in itself that really made me feel comfortable and confident with everything. I mean, I was jumping and competing with a gold chain and a hoop earrings yeah. and, you know, my nose pierced. Like it was just, you know, and some crazy hairstyles and that was me. And I, and I loved it. 2016 Olympics. When you look yes. back on that time, what are the fondest memories of that experience? Um, a lot of people don't know this, but the Olympics was actually really tough on me. Um, and so when I got there, um, it was amazing because I had purple hair and it was one of those things where I just decided to do it. And my mom had asked me, you know, if I could do something to make me stand out. So I love doing things with my hair and that was my big thing. And so when I stepped off the bus, I think they thought I was famous or somebody else. So I got like interviews right at the airport. So that was really cool. Um, but when I got there, I was a little overwhelmed. You know, I was, trying i had just pulled my hamstring a few months ago so i was just trying to make sure that i was doing everything right i was one of the only females representing my country so dealing with a country that's very heavily male dominated um and trying to make my own way and use i'm an entertainer that's what i do so that kind of stuff and dealing with them and them trying to understand me that cultural difference it was a lot harder than I than I ever expected so 
when I, when it comes to the Olympics, I think of how courageous I was and I definitely was there more as a spectator than an actual competitor. I was so humbled and grateful to be there. So I took everything as like a blessing. And so as I'm competing, I, I wasn't in there like, oh, I'm taking these girls down. I was just like, I am so grateful to be here. I just want to soak up legitimately every second. I was like, every second I want to be, I want to be in the moment. I want to be here. I want to show people. I want Facebook live showing around the village, you know, and getting to interact with different countries, different people, um, you know, meeting Serena and meeting Michael Phelps and, you know, watching these tennis pros just practice. And, you know, so you do these things. And so all of it was such an experience for me that I'm glad that I went through. Um, and as I prep for this upcoming Olympics, I'm definitely taking it very, very differently. Yeah. I'm definitely going in as I retire after this Olympics, I'm going in and giving it everything. I want to exhaust every ounce and fiber of whatever I have and leave it all on the track. And I'm praying that I can do really, really well and shock a lot of people. Now, what's the plan for hair for this year? I know we're kind of getting ahead, but what would it be? No, I had, I had, I've had this for a while now. And so I reached out to this wig maker and I'm looking at, um, I'm going to keep the signature purple, okay. but it'll be a little bit of silver with a little bit of rainbow action. Very cool. So it'll, but it, I, you know, I want it to be very flawless. Like I want it to be so crisp and so clean. So, and I'm praying praying I'll be the flag bearer. Oh. So I, I mean, you, you won't miss me. We're a and Tita. <laughs> we're in the beginning. Yeah. You can't, I always tell people, I'm like, you don't even have to wait till the end. You yeah. just got to wait in the beginning. Um, but it'll be a really fierce, um, I'm thinking like silver, gray, um, dark roots, and then my signature purple in the front with a little bit of like, um, it's, I want to say rainbow, but it's like, it's a wicked real, like what she did. I don't even know okay. how she did it. She did it for another person. And then she was like, well, this is you. We got to customize it for you. So I think it'll shock a lot of people as always, which is I love to do. Um, but I think it'll be really fierce and fabulous. I'm very excited for it. <laughs> it will be fierce and fabulous. And you just, that means you got to prepare yourself because the second you get off the plane in Tokyo, they're going to line up to you right oh, away. I ready know. Interview, I'm so. ready. And there's another girl actually. Um, she's a 400 meter runner. She was the 400 meter gold medalist mm -hmm. and she started wearing, you know, like blue, pink, green, mm -hmm. orange, like every single time. And people thought that I was her. And I was like, I'm flattered because she's stunning. And I was like, no, that's not me. So that's what I'm also not hoping. They're like, are you her? I'm like, no. They're like, okay, never mind. Never mind. We want to talk to you. And I'm like, crap. Great. Thanks, guys. You know, yes, I am her. What would you like to know? <laughs> so what about just the, the emotional roller coaster of the last year? A year ago at this time, things were just yeah. starting and it, there were rumors, well, it might get delayed. Then there were rumors it's going to get canceled. Then it was delayed. Then this and that. And, and then they say we're going to do it in 2021. And then even now, a month ago, they're saying, well, who knows? So how have you handled the emotional roller coaster of the last year? It's been hell. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two, two million percent. Honestly. Um, first year I was ready. Once they canceled, once they canceled indoor or postponed indoor world championships, I was like, there's no way, like, there's no way they're going to get a handle of this. And into the beginning, it's only going to get worse. Um, so let me prepare for it. And so once it happened, I took a day or two and I just was like, okay, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to relax, breathe. Um, and then I started training over the summer. I borrowed some gear, started lifting in my driveway and I just got through it. Now, and I had to sit down with my husband and I was like, you know, I was supposed to retire. Should I just be done? I had planned, like I planned all this stuff to get ready and doing all this stuff. And so he was like, you said you were going to go, you still have something left. We will financially figure it out. And so he took out a loan so that I could train back with my coach, um, in Virginia this fall. And now, um, I am completely, I'm drained, mentally drained. And I was due, I moved back home because I couldn't afford to train in Virginia anymore. And so when I got home, I was training at three different places um, because there's nothing really in my town where I live. So I'm traveling an hour and 10, an hour and 30 minutes to my, you know, each of the places sort of like the indoor turf and indoor track and then um, the uh, weightlifting. And uh, what was it? Three weeks ago, I got COVID mm. and I legitimately, like, as soon as they said you're, you tested positive, I was like, my life is over. <laughs> I was like, why is this happening? Because I was doing everything I could to make sure that I'm training. And now this happens. And now I, you know, I missed one of my only meets that I had indoors lined up. All my meets overseas got canceled because of COVID. So as much as you, as an athlete, we have to roll with the punches. We got to keep going. We got to be like ready for anything. Um, But it does take a toll on you when you don't know what's going to happen. And now that I had COVID, um, it knocked me out for two weeks. So this is week three. And I'm like, I'm still, I don't have my sense of smell back. Mm. You know, I'm still getting my energy back slowly, but surely I wake up with a headache. I'm having chest pains and this is all normal. So I'm just at this point, this is my journey that I realize I need to overcome, but I'm, I've dealt with this my entire career. I'm unsigned. I've never been signed. Um, you know, I've always been counted out. I've always been the underdog. And for some reason I keep, you know, coming back, I come back stronger. I come back more courageous. And so for me, I've always said that this, my, my word for this year and these last two years is just warrior because that's exactly what it is. Every time that I've gotten knocked down, I've come back and maybe it's not in the sense that other people think that I've come back stronger, but I know that I've yeah. figured out a way to make it happen. And so with, um, you know, indoor world championships was canceled. They finally canceled it. And so you're just like, okay, so now I definitely, I think I've lost a little bit of that, that fire, that passion of like, I got to get after it. I got to be a competitor because I was ready and then it kind of just all went away. So the uncertainty, it'll, it's, 
you know, it is what it is. You got to roll with the punches, but it definitely won't lie and be like, I'm a, I'm an athlete. This is what I prepare for. It sucks. It really does. It yeah. really sucks. It's kicked my ass, but I keep going and um, I'll be ready for whatever comes my way. Um, with the uncertainty, I've started doing other projects. I'm thinking about all these other things and it's honestly, it's helped my mental with track. Focusing on different things has helped me be like, oh, wow, you know, like, I miss it. Like, I kind of want to, I'm ready to train. Like, I'm ready to do these things. But I'm also ready for um, whatever whatever I get thrown my way. Well, that. fantastic <laughs> and, and very honest answer. I appreciate that. Oh, uh, of course. You mentioned finding new things. But I'm curious yeah. on the training aspect, since you – were more at home probably. Were there new things you were doing differently training? Some athletes that I've spoke to, they found this was a time that flexibility became a primary thing for the first time in their career. So was there something yeah. new for you that you'd started doing training-wise? It's crazy that we all say flexibility. It's so funny. <laughs> um, it's the last thing any athlete wants to do. And when you can't go anywhere, you're like, well, I guess I might as well do it. I guess I got, I guess I got a stretch in my living room. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Hate stretching. It's the worst thing ever. Warming up and stretching. If there was a pill that I could take that would be done, <laughs> I would do it. Um, but that's a huge one. Flexibility was huge. And my hip flexibility was um, crazy, crazy amount of time that I spent on it. Um, and I will say it was all the little things, ankle mobility, knee mobility, um, little parts of your glutes, like, like uh, all the band work. Because when you think about it, I was, before I was coaching and doing all these things. So the bulk of my workouts was the most important. And then I was just like, I'll stretch later. I'll do, you know, ankle mobility later. I'll get to it. Um, and that's really what I focused on here. It was just building a huge base so that I was working on all my weaknesses. Um, and honestly, yeah, I can't believe it. But yeah, flexibility was the biggest, biggest one. I just, I hated doing it. And so my coach would give me exercises that I would have to hold for about 90 seconds to two minutes. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't, I was like, this is, this is crazy. So I tried to watch it, like do stretch while I was watching like a Netflix show yeah. or something that would pass the time. Cause it was, it was brutal, but I loved, I love doing it and it's better for it. I mean, I'm a high jumper. So hip mobility and like, you know, your flexibility in that sense, knee drive. So I'm doing knee drive drills, you know, up and down my house, up and down my house, like constantly. Um, and so it's, it's, it was awesome doing it and it was great to get that little bit of downtime. Um, and so that was something that I definitely was very happy that I got to focus and hone in on. Plus, it's an excuse to watch more Netflix. What was the show that pushed you through all this time? Was there anything that you really loved that you were watching over the last year? Oh, my God. I've been watching everything. That's it's fine. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm literally, and my major was television and film. So okay. I, I'm like, okay, at least I'm not like just some crazy person being some couch potato. Yeah. Um, but I have Disney Plus, I have Netflix, I have Hulu, and <laughs> I have HBO Max. Uh -oh. So I'm across the board. I'm ready to go. Um, I rewatched Friends. Mm -hmm. I rewatched Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. And Big Bang Theory is one of my favorite shows of all time. Love the show. Um, my husband got me to watch, oh, what did we watch? We watched everything. I mean, I just watched Bridgerton. Mm -hmm. I'm one of these girls. I'm all about it. I was yeah. so into it. Um, The Mandalorian. I'll watch anything Star Wars. Um, Mulan. I watched the movie Mulan. Like, I 
covered across the board. I don't do horror. And I, like, my thing is comedy. I need to laugh. I like to enjoy what I'm watching. Blood, drugs, I don't do. It's just not my thing. I'm like, it's too real. Like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I watch the news, and it's kind of the similar thing. Um, But we, we definitely caught up on a lot of things. And so... As I like, I'm looking now. I watch like to all the boys I love. P.S. to all the boys I loved before. Um, that comes out every year, like around my birthday. So that was great. Uh, I get really excited about that. I'm actually opening it up because I'm like, I want to make sure I give everybody their due credit. <laughs> um, oh, watch Arrested Development. Okay. It was very good. We liked it a lot. The last season, eh, you know, it's okay. Uh, New Girl. Mm-hmm. Gotta gotta give a shout out to New Girl, um, and so yeah, I mean, and then of course during Christmas time, I watch every Christmas movie ever made, crappy or good, doesn't matter. You have to give it a chance. So yeah, I'm like a, I'm a savant at all these. I love it. I love it. <laughs> at all these shows. Well, we do have a birthday coming up, so happy birthday in advance. We're going to air this episode on your birthday. We'll make it a birthday episode. So Yay! We'll That'll be so exciting. We're Thank both Fe- we're both February birthdays. Mine's February third, so. Oh, yours is, oh my gosh, happy birthday. I know I'm getting way ahead of myself, but I'm really looking forward to rooting you on at the Olympics because I I love your personality and I I can't wait to to watch you walk out, hopefully carrying the flag. And then, and then I can go to bed afterwards. I can turn it off because you're in the first letter. That's all you need. You don't need to watch the whole spiel. Just watch me, watch my hair, watch how I work. And then you're good. I know one thing you mentioned that you're involved in other projects and you're looking for things outside of track. And one of those things is In Our Prime, a new project you have going. So what is In Our Prime? In Our Prime (laughs) is a podcast and YouTube series that we are, my husband and I are doing um, starting the end of this month. And we are super excited about it. We had a show, I had a show, an Instagram show during the summer. Um, I wanted, I realized that the Olympics were, you know, postponed, so let me dip my toe into producing my own show the like the easiest way I could. Um, Cause you know, I wasn't making any money. So I was like, let's do this. So I did it on Instagram. I reached out to different people. I created a pitch. I, you know, had the little production with the clap and I made all the questions, all that kind of stuff. And it was great. I interviewed, I had about 50 episodes. Uh, and it was amazing. I loved it. And I want to get into television hosting. I want to get into acting and stunt work. And so I figured this would, that would be the first way to do it. And my husband would be a part of it sometimes and have Ken's Corner where he would ask like a random question and people loved it. And people really, truly do gravitate to our relationship and how we interact. And so I asked him, I said, what do you think about doing, you know, a podcast or a video, a visual podcast? He was like, let's do it. He's a teacher. So I knew it would have to be at least once a week and at night. And that's what we do. We chill, we drink, and we have conversations. Why not videotape it, have people be a part of it, um, and start this journey? And so In Our Prime is a show where we'll be discussing adulthood, how we're navigating it. Um, we're going to make in a, like a funny little adulthood for dummies people always say when you know for parenting it doesn't come with a book and there's so many parenting books but 
I have yet to find people that are like, it helped. Like it was yeah. so spot on. <laughs> so I feel like adulthood is uncharted territory and everybody has a different advice on it and everyone's gone through it differently. And so for us, I mean, we have such different rules, like the crock pot, that shit is amazing. I don't know why it doesn't have its own little, I love the crock pot. Yeah. Um, and like trying to figure out marriage and um, social pressures, social media, different backgrounds. And, and, you know, we are an interracial couple, how we dealt with that, how we deal with different questions, um, cooking, cleaning, sports, entertainment. That's what we're going to cover. And so our guests um, that we have secured so far, we're all about it. And I'm so surprised that they even wanted to do it. We have, um, we have Jenna Kramer um, on the show from, uh, she's, a, she's a country musician and um, she's an actress and she was super about it. And I was super excited to have her. We have um, Candace Cameron Burr as one of our guests um, from Full House. I was yeah. going to say Fuller House, but Full <laughs> the House for the, yeah. for, the old, for the OGs that yeah. know Full House. Um, we have uh, like Nick Wright. You know, we have really awesome guests that I guess love the concept and we're all about it. And so I'm really, really excited. I mean, we have athletes as well. We have different people. I'm going to ask people who I interviewed um, from my other show to this to come back and do and do it and so it's just a fun relaxed conversation with people uh, uh, talking about you know how they understood adulthood and how they learned their lessons and what helped them and then talk about what uh, what's upcoming for them um, and then the times that we don't have guests it'll be my husband and I talking about what we're dealing with in our marriage that week <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's so many different things that come up that I don't think people talk about, but we're very okay talking about. Um, it's not like the Kardashians. It's not reality, scripted reality. It's real. It's real things happening right now. Um, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. And we're really, really excited about it. We've, we have great guests coming up and we just want to get to know people. And then over the summer, we're going to do whatever concerts are up and running. We're going to talk, you know, we're going to visit around our town because we live in Wildwood, New Jersey. So we're going to, you know, go around and be like, hey, we're at the bar. Come join us and right. hang out with us. Have a beer. Um, we're at this new restaurant. Come on down. Try this. Um, and it's going to be unscripted which is very bad for my husband because um, he has word vomit. He just kind of <laughs> says things. And so, um, but it, we're really excited about it. It'll be fun. Um, I'm doing pretty much everything. He literally just came in and was just like, wow, like you're really on it. Like I'm doing ad sales. I'm doing, um, you know, our content. I've reached out to our guests. I've done the posters. I've done like, like I'm doing everything. I'm going to produce it. I'll, it'll be a lot of fun and I think it'll give me really great experience. So I'm hoping it'll, it'll just be a good time. And, you know, we're not looking for, you know, awards or anything. We just hope that people enjoy it and can listen to it and grab a drink and enjoy with us on a Friday night or a weekend. Well, fantastic. That's a very long answer. 
No, it's a brilliant. I, I love the. First of all, I love the title. I love. I love the premise as well. I think you have unlimited potential for episodes, which is the amount of things that are you know in adulting that can be talked about. And then just you know mark it down. Whenever in the summer, I'll make it a point. I will track you guys down and and buy you guys around and and appear on the show and. Love yes. It. See, um, I'm so excited. As soon as I say that, we'll be at a bar and like chill yeah. and drink. Everyone's like, yeah, I think we can get, do it. Yeah, you I get all the riffraff showing up. <laughs> It's a big year for you, Olympics, and Thank so many you. more things in our prime. Yes. How can people stay up to date and follow along with your amazing journey that you're going to have in 2021? <laughs> um, so the best way to do it is Instagram. I love, I love posting my life on Instagram. It's great. Uh, it's Priscilla underscore Frederick. And I do have my little YouTube page, um, which is Priscilla Loomis. I have a website, and it's PriscillaLoomis.com. And the reason why I haven't changed my name on everything is because Instagram won't let me. Because I'm verified, it's only, like, it's allowing me to be, like, that's where, that's that's who I was, I guess. So I am married. I did change my name. So everything pretty much new is Priscilla Loomis. But I've Googled myself, and... It comes up either way, which is great. So whatever, whatever you type in Priscilla Loomis or Priscilla Frederick, you'll get me in some capacity. So uh, I'm excited for it. And it's, it'll, it's, it's a great journey and I'm very open and honest. And I love, I love getting to communicate with people and let them know that perfect is not where it's at. Truly not. (laughs) Well, this was fantastic. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm really, really humbled that you even, you know, asked me to be a guest. Um, Please send me your books so that I can, I really want to read them so that I'm fully prepared for when you come down and you can, uh, you can be on the show and, and grab drinks and we'll get ready and I'll know about all of your adventures and I can ask you and grill you about all your, your explorations. But thank you so, so much. Yeah. I had a great time. I hope I, I answered all your questions. You did. You did. <laughs> it was a lot of fun talking to you and I'm just looking forward just to seeing everything else. And I know we'll chat again, but uh, thank you. for Yes. Thank you so, so much. Have a wonderful week and we'll talk soon. Stay safe. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Priscilla. Be sure to give her a follow on Instagram. Check out in our prime. Keep your eyes open for her in the Olympics. She, she'll be easy to find. She'll be having the purple hair, and plus she's in the letter A, so you can't miss her. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise, and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story. Each person a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento. Mm-hmm.